Good morning. This is Phil Canute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn futures were slightly lower and soybean futures were higher overnight. December corn finished the overnight session off a half of a penny, settling at 5.33. November soybeans were up two cents, settling at 12.96 and a half. In the outside markets, as of 7.45 a.m., the U.S. dollar index is up 0.326, trading at 92.874. October crude oil is off 41 cents, trading at 72.20 a barrel. Precious metals are lower, except palladium. Industrial metals are higher, except copper. The electronic mini Dow Jones is up 13 points, trading at 34,714. At 7.30 a.m., USDA released the weekly export sales report. Weekly corn sales bookings failed to impress, but weekly soybean sales bookings were on the higher end of the range of trade expectations. Last week, 246,600 metric ton of corn was booked for sale for the current marketing year. This figure is over 250,000 metric ton lower than the lowest trade estimate. For the 2022-23 marketing year, 2,300 metric ton of corn was booked for sale to Canada last week. Last week's corn export shipments totaled 192,000 metric ton. Primary destinations were Mexico, El Salvador, Canada, Taiwan, and South Korea. Last week, 1,264,200 metric ton of soybeans were booked for sale for the current marketing year. This figure came out on the upper end of the range of trade estimates. Of these sales, over 1 million metric ton were to China and unknown destinations. For the 2022-23 marketing year, 2,000 metric ton of soybeans were booked for sale to Indonesia last week. Last week's soybean export shipments totaled 244,400 metric ton. Primary destinations were China, Mexico, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Taiwan. The weekly export shipments figures for both corn and soybeans are worth noting, as they were very low compared to normal weekly export shipments. Part of that is seasonal, as old crop supplies draw down. But the other part that is worthy of mention is the situation in the Gulf. Notice the primary destinations for these shipments were obviously countries either serviced by rail or by ports in the Pacific Northwest. Most of the major export facilities in the Gulf remain shuttered in the wake of Hurricane Ida as they work to restore power and make necessary repairs. Those that are operational have not been able to get much done this week as a result of heavy rainfall brought about by Tropical Depression Nicholas. This disruption of business as usual at the Gulf resulted in USDA announcing export sales cancellations yesterday morning. China canceled 132,000 metric ton of soybeans, and unknown destinations canceled 196,000 metric ton yesterday. That's 12 million bushels in total, likely due to the bushels not being available at this time. On the other hand, those soybean futures were supported yesterday by, by a higher-than-expected monthly crush total reported by the national oilseed processors. Traders are anxious for harvest to get started in a big way in order to get more reliable yield data from the field and for the situation in the Gulf to be resolved. Yesterday, the funds bought 10,000 contracts of corn, bought 8,000 contracts of soybeans, and bought 5,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 216,700 contracts of corn, net long 66,300 contracts of soybeans, and net short 5,710 contracts of wheat. From a chart perspective, December corn faces initial resistance at 540, followed by the key 550 mark, and then the August 30th high, 558. Initial support lies at the psychological $5 level, followed by Friday's low, 497.5, and then the chart gap from April 1st, 477.5 to 480 and three quarters. 
November soybean face initial resistance at the psychological $13 mark, followed by last Tuesday's high, 13.05 and three quarters, and then the 13.40 area. Initial support lies in the 12.75 to 12.80 area, followed by Friday's low, 12.62 and three quarters, and then 12.50. Opening calls are steady to higher. And with all of that, have a great Thursday from your friends at River Valley Co-op.